Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. I am indeed Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, and I'm delighted to have you in the house this hour to talk travel. In a few minutes, we're going to take a look at the new rules regarding the use of commercial drones in the U.S. Well, any drones, not just commercial, personal as well. And then there's a big face-off taking place in the world of commercial aviation, and its outcome will affect airline service in this country or may affect it for a long time. American, Delta, United, say airlines from overseas, specifically the major Persian Gulf Airlines, Emirates, Qatar, and Etihad Airways, are threatening their businesses. The U.S. airlines say those three airlines have received billions of dollars in government subsidies, something that's banned under treaties that allow foreign airlines to fly freely between countries. That, uh, that treaty is called the Open Skies Treaty, and U.S. airlines have profited mightily from open sky agreements. But U.S. airlines are afraid the Persian Gulf Airlines will begin eating their lunch and make major inroads in the U.S. markets and take away some of their passengers. We'll address that at about 18 minutes after the hour. And do you remember the pudding guy? His name's David Phillips, and in May of 1999, while grocery shopping, he noticed that a package of Healthy Choice Pudding offered 500 frequent flyer miles for every package purchased. So he did the math, spent about $3,200 to buy uh, 1.25 million miles. That's about $25,000 worth of airline tickets. I know, I know you want to know how many boxes of pudding he had to buy to do that. 12150 Any Anyway, today we're going to get his take on the frequent flyer mileage game as it's played today. And we'll find out what he did with those 12,000 boxes of pudding. Plus, more on that decision by Delta to remove its award ticket chart from its website. And I'll have some deals of the week at the end of the hour as well. First, a quick look at some of this week's news and travel. Have you ever traveled away from home and had your credit card refused because you didn't let your credit card company know you'd be on the road? Well, these days, those days may be over. If you hold a Visa card, this spring Visa is going to begin using the location function that's built into your smartphone. So Visa will know if you charge dinner in Paris that you are, in fact, in Paris. And it's not some bad guy who's using the number, has lifted your card and sent it to his buddy in Paris. Now, if this feels creepy, remember, telling your credit card company where you are every time you pay with your credit card now. They know where we are. You will have to have a Visa app on your phone, and you will have to opt into the program. So they're not going to do it without telling you. How cold has it been in the Northeast this winter? So cold that the Ithaca tourism folks in that Finger Lakes region city of uh, town of, in New York State, Ithaca, New York tourism people are telling visitors who go to its tourism website to go to Florida, Key West specifically. That's it, reads the homepage of the Ithaca website. We surrender. Winter, you win. Key West, anyone? And then, again, this is on the Ithaca, New York tourism site. There are photos of sunny beaches and a link to the Key West tourism page. I'll be darned. This week, Washington got around to, lease, to issuing proposed rules. The FAA did this. Proposed rules regarding the use of drones in the U.S. Dr. Todd Curtis runs a website that keeps an eye on aviation safety. It's called airsafe.com. He's also a former Boeing safety engineer and a frequent guest here on the show. Todd, nice to have you back. Well, thanks again for having me. All right. Can you just very quickly tick off the basic rules and then address the question as to how this affects us as commercial passengers, perhaps? Is this going to guarantee safety in the skies or are things not going to fall out of the sky in our heads? What do you think? 
Well, these proposed rules are primarily there to have some sort of semblance of regularity as to how people use drones uh, in and around um, uh, airspace that may be populated by other aircraft and, and obviously by other people. This isn't something that's going to control every kind of drone operation. It's primarily aimed at those folks who want to do some sort of commercial operation with drones. In short, if you want to operate a drone in that fashion, you'll have to have some level of understanding of the aeronautical rules. You'll have to be vetted by the uh, TSA and by the FAA, and you'll actually be granted a license, not the same as a private pilot license or a or a uh, airline transport license, but you will have to go through a formal procedure in order to be certified to fly in that particular way. Does this then apply to hobbyists who just like to put a little drone up in there and fly around a football field somewhere? It won't at all, because uh, obviously right now you can go to the corner store, you can order it online and have a drone delivered to your house and start flying it with no training whatsoever. This is aimed more at those folks who want to do something on the commercial end of drone operation, uh, aerial photography, uh, uh, surveying pipelines and, and power lines off in the wilderness, that sort of thing. Hollywood producers who want to do some sort of flying with, with cameras on, on the drone. This is not going to affect the millions of people around the world, not just the United States, who can go right out there right now and fly a drone. But why then, I mean, Todd, why is, is, is a hobbyist flying a drone any less of interest to the FAA or of danger than, than somebody who's, you know, checking out his oil pipelines or filming? Well, quite frankly, most drones that are out there right now, most drones you can get commercially out there are rather small. They're not going to be a hazard to traffic. If you're talking about something larger, large enough to carry a useful payload, for example, a movie camera, you're uh -huh. talking about something that could be weighing dozens of pounds. In fact, the rules apply to remotely piloted aircraft up to 55 pounds, which, by the way, is the current ruling. And a 55-pound aircraft running into a jet engine, running into a windshield of an airliner, could lead to catastrophic uh, results. Sure. So certainly for the more capable kinds of aircraft... Uh, aircraft that, that could potentially be flown outside of the line of sight, they want to have some control over that. I see. Now, you mentioned line of sight. Isn't that one of the rules that you have to keep your craft within your line of sight? Well, absolutely. If you want to have some sort of commercial operation, they want you to be able to see the aircraft at all times. This would put a huge monkey wrench into the plans that Amazon has to have some sort of drone delivery sure. system for their packages. And I suspect that over time, in concert with Amazon and other commercial operators, they will expand on these rules. But as a first step, this seems to be a prudent and reasonable thing to do, to keep drones from getting out of control. Not that they haven't gone out of control already. Because yeah, it sounds as you a little know, tough for the oil, yeah, it sounds sort of tough for the oil, line, oil pipeline guys too. I mean, if you have you know 20 miles of pipeline or 100 miles, it's you're only gonna be able to send that aircraft out a mile or so where you can still see it, right? Well, this is uh, where the sensibility comes into it, the sensibility of the commercial, potential commercial operators who would like to do outside of line of sight, sitting down with the government saying, look, here's our current situation now. If you want to do, let's say, pipeline or power line observation, you have to have a person in the aircraft. If that aircraft crashes, and they do, you put a person at risk. If you have something that's literally 150th or 1-100th the weight of a, of a small aircraft, doing the same job. Yes, they may still crash, but the potential for loss of life and material damage is so much less that one should sit down and reasonably weigh the risk of flying a drone versus the current risk that exists right now. 
All right. It's good to know this doesn't affect hobbyists. I thought it did. Thank you for clearing it up, Dr. Todd Curtis. Thanks, Todd. Well, thanks again for having me. Check out Todd's uh, website, airsafe.com, if you like to follow Aviation Matters. Um, he is uh, the curator of that and the foundation director of the airsafe.com foundation. Coming up next, we're going to talk with uh, Kevin Mitchell from the Business Travel Coalition about this battle between U.S. airlines and airlines from the Gulf states, uh, Persian, Persian Gulf states, and see what all this brouhaha is about. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Hope you're having a lovely weekend and glad you joined me. Stick around. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Data knows you love posting selfies. Others might see a reflective surface, but you see an opportunity. Like right now, you just caught a glimpse of yourself and you like what you see, and you're thinking everyone else would probably like it too. Go ahead, you've got more data and you're paying less with Boost Mobile. For only $35 a month, you can take your selfie game to the next level. Parked car window, click, selfie. Person wearing sunglasses, click, selfie. Anything shiny, don't mind if you do. You, my friend, have no selfie control. And data's okay with that. Come to data. Now get unlimited talk, text, and two and a half gigabytes of high-speed data for $35 a month after you sign up on Auto Reboost, only from Boost Mobile. Enrollment and auto reboots required at activation. Removal of auto reboots increases plan costs to $45 a month. Video streaming limited to 3G speeds. After applicable data allotment reached, data speeds reduced to 2G speeds for remainder of plan cycle. State and local sale taxes may apply. Restrictions apply. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about relief factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about relief factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Rod Delano, Attorney Houston. Here's important information for those with vaginal or bladder mesh implants. The clock is ticking. Millions of dollars in settlements have already been distributed to thousands of victims. Have you received your settlement offer yet? Time is running out. So if your vaginal or bladder mesh implant has ruined your health and well-being and you don't know where to turn, call our knowledgeable and understanding team now to find out if you qualify for a settlement from the billions available. Call 800-588-3000. That's 800 800- 500-588-3000. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. And this hour of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by TriCalm. Whether you travel or whether you don't travel, do you experience dead dry skin between cold weather, dry cabin on planes? Both are a recipe for dry, uncomfortable skin. TriCalm works to soothe these skin irritations, and a recent clinical study showed TriCalm's five times more effective at reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone. It's backed by an itch-free guarantee if it doesn't work. 
how did I say it? Itch free guarantee. If it doesn't work, you simply mail the tube back and they'll send you a refund. If you have dry, irritated winter skin, do pick up some TriCalm. It's easy to travel with. It comes in a two ounce tube, perfect for carry on. You get it right through security with no problem. You'll find TriCalm in the white and blue box in the anti itch aisle at Walgreens, Walmart, and CVS pharmacies. Well, this just in, uh, you know, the National Weather Service named summer storms. Apparently, the Weather Channel has decided it should be in a position naming winter storms, which aren't normally named. They have named the one coming up, well, Sunday night or Monday, not quite sure yet, Pandora. It's a made-up Weather Channel name. And Pandora is going to hit somewhere in America this weekend and Monday. Um, In the west, it'll be around Colorado, where there's going to be big snow. That's something that I know some ski resorts will be happy about. East of the Mississippi... From the I-44 corridor, excuse me, the I-40 corridor north to Toronto, it'll be snow, sleet, ice, freezing, rain, and sleet. And uh, as Joe Brancatelli says in a bulletin he just sent out, probably an odd plague of locusts. Then after a brief warm-up, there's more terribly cold winter across huge parts of this nation. It's been a heck of a winter for... uh, uh, for travelers and for residents. So if you're going to fly Sunday night or Monday, check your airline because the airlines are already putting out uh, travel waivers and they're all over the country. So hubs east of the Mississippi as well as Dallas and Denver are covered. Check them out at your airline. Uh, speaking of airlines, as I mentioned at the uh, before the break, Delta, U.S. Airways, excuse me, well, Delta American, which U.S. Airways is part of now, they are very concerned. The major U.S. airlines are very concerned about Emirates Airlines, Qatar Airlines, Etihad, who they think are going to eat their lunch because they want to start. They've been expanding very quickly in the United States, and they want to expand even more quickly. So the U.S. airlines have gone on an offensive, uh, lobbying Washington hard, saying that these 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 Gulf airlines uh, get billions in subsidies from from their governments, and so they should be not allowed to access America under the open skies agreements and treaties that exist between uh, said countries. Kevin Mitchell is the chairman of the Business Travel Coalition. He begs to disagree, I believe, with the major U.S. airlines. Do you not, Kevin? Yes. Good. Good day. Uh, Rudy. Good day. Nice to have you here. Yes. Um, well, the U.S. carriers have have been waging this war against foreign carrier new entry in the United States for more than a year. It started with Norwegian Air International's application to serve the U.S. Um, from Europe, new low cost service across the Atlantic. And the airlines have fought that for over a year and blocked it politically. Now they've turned their sights to the Gulf carriers because they simply cannot compete with the quality of the service, the new aircraft, the connections, uh, and so on. And they are endeavoring to have our government renegotiate these open skies agreements um, in a way that will cut back on their those carriers, those foreign carriers' ability to service our country. It's now, of course, protection. the major airlines say it's not about competition. We're not afraid of competition. It's just that they have such an unfair advantage because they get all these billions of dollars from the government. Now, I understand Gulf Airways point out that uh, um, after 9-11, for example, Uncle Sam stood in, stepped in with some major bailouts for our air, U.S. airlines, correct? That's correct. And the airlines have put together apparently a 55-page document that shows allegedly these these subsidies, but they have not made that document public, so no one actually knows what's in it. But what we do know is that our major U.S. carriers first started off years, decades and decades ago with government uh, mail contracts, and then they were protected from competition 
up through 1978 when there was the Deregulation Act. Mm-hmm. Moreover, today, unlike other countries, our carriers can go into bankruptcy protection and shed uh, debts and, and lower costs. They can put airline employees' benefits over or pension liability over to the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp. They have avoided taxes on billions of dollars of ancillary fees and surcharges and so on. But more importantly, we are now down to three major network carriers, and they operate in the largest and most important and stable country in the world, whose greenback is the world's currency reserve. So our carriers have a lot of direct and indirect uh, surcharge, um, or not surcharge, but subsidy as well. Yeah. Kevin, we're talking with Kevin Mitchell, chairman of the Business Travel Coalition. What is the Business Travel Coalition, by the way, uh, Kevin? Explain that to listeners, please. Sure. We're an advocacy group. We represent corporate travel departments and others that distribute uh, airline tickets. All right. We're talking about this uh, tug of war between major U.S. airlines and three carriers from the Gulf region. I mentioned uh, in the last hour, if you weren't in, that... uh, um, CEO of Delta Airlines, Richard Anderson, appeared on Richard Quest's travel show on CNN uh, this week. And and in sort of a bizarre linkage, uh, mentioned that, well, you know, uh, the 9-11 perpetrators came from uh, the Arabian Peninsula. Well, in fact, 11 of the perpetrators came from Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Airlines isn't involved in this dispute as far as I know. Plus, what has that got to do with this? It's got nothing to do with this. Um, Kevin, l- let me ask you this. This 55, they have made a big deal about we have done this extensive study for years. We've done great investigations. We've found out how many billions these airlines have gotten, and it's just not right. Have they showed this 55-page document to legislators who they're lobbying? Do you know, and do you expect them to make this public at any point? I'd like to see it, and I know you would too. What I understand is that when they have gone into Congress and met with staff of, of the members, they have shown the document, but then they retract it. They do not leave it behind. So there's something about it, whether it's the, the data where it's been sourced or perhaps it's even unsourced. There's something about the study that doesn't make sense where they would make it public sure. and let everyone see it and analyze it. Yeah, you'd normally scream from the rooftops if you had all this uh, damning information. Yeah, and the other thing, Rudy, is that if no one has, if, if no one has added up all of the economic value of the subsidies and structural advantages of the U.S. carriers, if there's not a number there, then how can you claim whatever it is that the Gulf carriers are receiving or airlines in China or anywhere? Everyone has some sort, uh, every country has some sort of unique set of, of subsidies. So if you don't have the U.S. number, how can you point to the Gulf carriers number, whatever that is, and say, and make the claim that they have an economic advantage. You and I both know that uh, America, U.S. airlines um, have a, a very robust lobbying budget in Washington and are very well connected and have been for years. Do you have a sense of how uh, robust or aggressive the Gulf carriers are in Washington in, in answering this charge? I, I don't have a sense of that. All I have a sense of is what I read. And I can say recently... Uh, a few of the Gulf carriers have been speaking out. Um, you may have seen some responses to Richard Anderson's CNN interview. So they have yeah. begun to speak out. Um, I guess what they probably want is to see this study and to respond, you know, sure. in a sophisticated way to it. 
What did happen, as a footnote before we say goodbye to you, what did happen with Norwegian Air? Norwegian Air is flying to a couple of destinations in the United States, low cost, doesn't get a lot of publicity. Um, are, the, are the U.S. carriers still fighting that? And is Norwegian, or does Norwegian have free reign to fly anywhere it wants into the United States now? No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have free reign. It is not part of the uh, European uni Union and therefore cannot uh, benefit from the Open Skies Agreements uh, agreement we have with the European Union. It has formed a subsidiary in Ireland in right. order to take advantage of that. The airlines, right. what is normally a five-week process to get approval, has uh, been dragged out for a year. It's by, 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 the, by the FAA or by Commerce? Who does that there? It's the Department of Transportation. And Department of Transportation. Subject, yeah, subject to a lot of political pressure from the major U.S. carriers. Not to approve Norwegians' right to fly into any U.S. city it would like, even though it's now established an Irish beachhead. Exactly. It's outrageous. <sighs> Kevin, I left Washington 10 years ago. Otherwise, I'd try to straighten this out myself. But you live there, don't you? <laughs> I live outside I... of uh, Philadelphia and Radnor, PA. Oh, you, you do live out. Well, you're close enough. I think, uh, I think we'll deputize you to sort this out, please. I'm working hard on it, Rudy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Kevin Mitchell is chairman of the Business Travel Coalition. It's an advocacy group for business travelers, and he has been keeping a weather eye. You can, um, you can go to the Business Travel Coalition and find uh, some of Kevin's writing on this. And uh, I thank you very much, Kevin, for stopping by and laying it out for us. Anytime, Rudy. Have a great day. You as well. When we come back, we're going to talk to the pudding guy, the guy who turns lots of boxes of pudding into lots of free airline tickets. Stay with me. It's a lot of fun. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy maxa's world it's 33 minutes after the hour you're listening to america's most widely syndicated radio travel show where we talk all travel all the time and frequent flyer miles have been a frequent topic on the show because a lot of our listeners care about it but also because a lot of airlines have been scrambling and changing their programs not to necessarily to your benefit some people benefit Many don't. Back in 1999, David Phillips found a little uh, 
found a little niche he worked to his advantage. He found that uh, a particular company selling boxes of puddings would give you 500 miles if you cut the UPC symbol off and sent it in. And so he wound up buying $3,100 worth of boxes of pudding, uh, which, allowed, which gave him 1.25 million, 1.25 million frequent flyer miles, about $25,000 worth of airline tickets. And I thought we might reach back in time, see how David Phillips is doing, what he's done with that pudding, what he's done with those miles, and whether he's still playing the game. He is, well, I'll let you tell it. What do you do for a living, uh, David? You're a civil engineer and you work at? Good morning, Rudy. I, I work at UC Davis. I'm the utility manager here for the campus. The utility man. Okay, you're a civil engineer there, and you were a civil engineer in 1999, and you were walking through the grocery store, and you saw this deal. And I, I gave the overview of it, but you had a little help logistically with, with these boxes of pudding and cutting off the UPCs. Can you describe that briefly? Well, so I, I had a little bit of a problem in that um, I had a deadline to get all these UPC codes in before the promotion mm -hmm. ended. And I also had to figure out what to do with 12,000 cups of pudding. Um, so I did a lot of head, head scratching and, and tried a few different things, but I finally found someone with a sense of humor at the Salvation Army locally. Right. And um, so I ended up donating the pudding to them, and their volunteers then peeled off the labels for me and returned them uh, in time to get them in before the deadline. And this was how many boxes, over 12,000? 12,000 cups of pudding, chocolate pudding, individually <laughs> wrapped. Do you eat chocolate pudding today? I, I still do. <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny. I, li I do like chocolate pudding. And, but you gave, the 12, 000, you, you gave over 12,000 boxes to, to the Salvation Army. I did. Um, so partly that was for me just to take advantage of their labor. But then um, I also at the end decided that I could write off the value of the pudding. So I, I put that on my taxes for the year, and that saved me another $900 or so. <laughs> did you get any blowback from any airlines or from the uh, pudding company? You know, that's part. Of, initially, people like that story because it sounds like it's the guy, you know, taking it to the man. Um, but yeah. in the end, they they got so much good promotion out of this deal. Oh, Everybody sure. went along with it. Everybody ended up a winner with this. Um, the 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 pudding company, the airlines, everybody. You know, it was one of these fun stories that that everybody could take some credit for. Have you used your 1.25 million miles? Sadly, I would say all of the pudding miles are since spent. So um, there was some talk that that was a lifetime of free travel, but that really wasn't the case. It's, it's been uh, 14 years, and we've, we've spent all of those miles. And you didn't squander them on first-class tickets, did you? I didn't, very rarely. You know, for me, I, I love travel, and for me, it's really the destination is the reward. Um, so I would rather cram myself in economy and go twice as many places versus uh, having a little more comfort while I'm flying. And do you still pay attention to frequent flyer opportunities, you know, bonus earning opportunities and so on? Do you still work the system? I do. I'm still into it. Um, probably not quite as much as I, as I used to be, but I still, uh, I still read all the blogs and pay attention to all the details, and I still take advantage whenever anything good comes along. Do you have a website where you write about this stuff? I don't. I, you know, I have a full-time job, so I'm, I just do this as a hobby. But um, anybody that wants to connect with me, I'm on, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. So I have a lot of friends in this, that share this hobby. As what? As David Phillips or as the pudding guy? Both. <laughs> <laughs> do you meet people who go, what's this pudding guy thing, Dave? I mean, this was many years ago now. 
occasionally, yeah, and I, I usually, uh, I, it's a good, it's kind of a good conversation starter. I usually just kind of, you know, let them, let them Google it themselves. But, you know, <laughs> what do you think of these changes in the frequent flyer mileage programs now that require you not just to fly a certain amount of miles, but to spend a certain amount of thousands of dollars on that particular airline buying tickets in order to get elite status, which means you get bonus miles, et cetera. You know, as a as an engineer and someone who know, understands the, the the finances of these things, I think it makes sense for the airlines. Yes, um, it certainly doesn't make it very fun for the rest of us um, that, right. that that have taken advantage. So, essentially, they figured out a way to to shut down a lot of these loopholes that we've taken advantage of through the years. So, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I know putting the pudding score was your biggest score. Did you have you had some other smaller ones? You know, it actually wasn't even the biggest. I, I've done all of, you know, a lot of the crazy things that you've, you've heard about. I, I flew through 10 countries in Latin America and earned a million miles through that. Um, I've done a lot of other things that just weren't quite as fun. So overall, I probably earned about 10 million miles through these different promotions. Amazing. Amazing. So David Phillips, the putting guy, still alive and well, still keeping his eye on the ball. David, thank you for uh, letting us uh, use the Wayback Machine and, uh, and relive that, that conquest. That's terrific. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye, Rudy. I, I just love the pudding guy. I just love the pudding guy. And he's, he's a legend. He's, 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 he's in the, uh, uh, the pantheon of frequent flyer miles greats among uh, folks. You know, some of the folks we have on the show, like the Scott Grimmer from Mile Value. And um, just, uh, <laughs> I just love the pudding guy. And we're all waiting for that next pudding opportunity. I'm waiting to talk about what this Delta taking its award chart off its website means to flyers. Renee DeLambert will join us. He's a blogger of DeltaPoints.com. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The power swabs five-minute challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the power swabs five-minute challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Rod Delano, Attorney Houston. Here's important information for those with vaginal or bladder mesh implants. The clock is ticking. Millions of dollars in settlements have already been distributed to thousands of victims. Have you received your settlement offer yet? Time is running out. So if your vaginal or bladder mesh implant has ruined your health and well-being and you don't know where to turn, call our knowledgeable and understanding team now to find out if you qualify for a settlement from the billions available. Call 800-488-9000. That's 800-488-9000. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about Relief Factor. 
Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please write down this number. 1-800-426-6186. That's 1-800-426-6186. By calling Aid in Recovery for help with drug and alcohol addiction, you can turn your life around. Our advisors are ready to match you with a proven treatment center that will end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Your future is a bright place. Don't waste any more time making friends and family worry about you. When you call right now, you'll speak to an expert advisor who understands what you're going through. We can help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential, and if you have private insurance, there'll be little to no cost to you. Take control of your life now. Make the one call count. 1-800-426-6186. That's 1-800-426-6186. 800-387-8025. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. You are indeed. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, it just disappeared. It just evaporated. You go to almost any airline's website, and there's a chart saying, here's how many frequent flyer miles or points you must cash in to um, acquire a frequent flyer ticket. Not at Delta.com anymore. That chart just disappeared. Renee DeLambert is a blogger who studies Delta with the same uh, fascination that some people study, I don't know, comets. DeltaPoints.com is his website, and I'm delighted to have him on the show. Renee, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Rudy, it's so great, great to be back with you. Okay, so wh- how, how do you explain it? Because Delta ain't explaining it. Well, Delta explains it by saying, oh, look how easy it is. You just, now you just type in where you want to go and when you want to go, and we tell you how many miles you need. What could be easier? That's how they explain it. How would you explain it? Boy, that sounds great, doesn't it? Uh, you know, it's been <laughs> scary. Uh, and Andy from PointsMilesMartini.com last week really you know, covered it well, the fact that they're making a lot of these changes. And the scary thing is they're telling nobody. And when it comes to frequent flyer miles, trust is such a big part of, of this whole game. Uh, Randy Peterson uh, mentioned last week how he's got millions of miles as a travel IRA, if you will. But, you know, I don't know about you, but I want my IRA to go up in value and not have hidden rules things. So, you know, the problem with them hiding the chart is this. Um, Let's consider a good comparison. Um, I pay taxes every year, but I haven't read the entire U.S. tax code, uh, nor do I think most of your listeners have. I mean, have you read all 73,000 pages of the My accountant hasn't read the entire tax code. Well, there you go. So what we do is we take out the little portions that we need uh, when we're paying taxes to make sure we're not overpaying. And, you know, the same thing with the award charts. We can look at, hey, if we're going from A to B, and if I want to save up, I can see I'm going to need at least this many or at a maximum this many. But Delta has taken that away from us to be able to have that security to see what it's going to be. And then there's the next big problem. (laughs) They tell us to use their new award calendar. The problem is it's broken. 
I showed last week how. Well, I showed last week how booking a, a ticket from Australia to Chicago could cost you two to three times what the hidden award charts say they should be, or even worse. Here's a great one. Um, I showed uh, if you go from Germany to New York, paying for a ticket, just literally taking money out of your pocket and paying for it, would mm-hmm. be less than the taxes on an award ticket. Oh, and then, by the way, they're also going to take almost 100000 of your miles, too. So no. they're going to penalize no. you for doing that. Renee, this – how, how – no. How can that be true? <laughs> it, 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 it's – if it weren't so laughable that it's you know taking these hard-earned points away from people, it, it would be a comedy. I mean, how can uh, how can they charge you less for a revenue ticket than for an award ticket and take a hundred thousand miles? Unbelievable. Yeah, that's the thing, and it's and it's you know if the if the points were that cheap to get, but as you've already talked about, you know when you're flying now, uh, you know it's all revenue based as far as earning the delta points you spend to get an award ticket. So right. you're earning a pittance of points for flying. You're still earning the same elite points. So they're they're getting elites there. So you still got to have your 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 backside in the seat to get those. Yeah. But those redeemable miles are so much less. So you know they're they're saying, hey, they these are so wonderfully valuable points. But then when you go to spend them, eh, maybe not so much. Mm. And have you written about this at DeltaPoints.com this week? I have. I've had a couple different examples. I've got screenshots literally showing step-by-step where where it's showing what's going on. And it's really a shame. You know, Delta has taken the stand that, hey, this is so good technology, and and people aren't using the award charts, so there's no need to publish them. But, you know, that's really – that's showing a lot of disrespect for people who are being loyal to an airline. I wonder if Delta is going to have to uh, back off on this one. You know, they, Delta really kind of digs their heels in. The, the only time they've had any kind of a major change uh, was when it's been competition. For example, uh, the, the uh, transcontinental route between uh, New York City and uh, LAX. When right. uh, Mint came, the product uh, Mint is from, uh, um, oh, I can't think of the airline on top of my head now. JetBlue. JetBlue, there you go. Yeah, when they came in uh, a product that was better uh, or as good as Delta, um, Delta all of a sudden started making some changes and allowing elite upgrades on that route that was a non-upgradable route all of a sudden. So, unfortunately, without you know real competition, I don't know if Delta is going to backpedal on this. Well, their competition has award charts on their on their uh, web pages. That's that's true, yeah. and that's what I'm seeing is a lot of people are going over to American and Alaska who are not hiding their award charts and not right. only not doing that they're not revenue based and they're also awarding people for more more spending what are we going to do what are we going to do well you can start by reading deltapoints.com if you're a delta flyer and keep an eye on this renee de lambert curates deltapoints.com renee thank you for dropping by rudy thanks for your time good to be back on the show stick around be right back to participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. You know, one of our regular guests is Scott McCartney. who writes the middle seat column uh, for the Wall Street Journal. And this Thursday, he sort of went off uh, 
wasn't really in the middle seat because most 90% of his columns are about airlines and airfares and frequent flyer miles and all kinds of stuff. He uh, uh, tackled the subject of uh, Wi-Fi in hotels, asking his free hotel Wi-Fi a right. You can't read the article unless you're a subscriber to The Wall Street Journal. I just went to WSJ.com. But he, does have, he has posted a video, a conversation of that, and uh, he reaches a conclusion that we've talked about often on this show, which is that all these darn luxury hotels charge 15 to $25 a day for Wi-Fi, whereas you check into a mid-priced or less expensive hotel for $100, $200 a night, and the Wi-Fi is free. Anyway, if you'd like to see uh, the video, that is available to the public at WSJ.com. And you can also see what Scott McCartney looks like. Pleasant-looking guy with a pleasant-looking face with gray hair. Got a lot of hair for an older guy. Um, let's do some deals of the week. Let's, we haven't heard the sounder in a while. There it is, the deal of the week official, official Rudy Max World sounder. Hyatt Gold Passport members, you're going to get a 20% rebate on award stays. So uh, if you carry a Chase Hyatt Visa card and you're a Hyatt Gold Passport member, remember their frequent guest program, Chase will uh, give you a 20% rebate on your award prices through July 31st. 20% off. So you get, you're using 20% fewer points. Uh, you have to register, of course, and there is a link at HyattHotels.Hyatt.com uh, where you can link. I don't know if uh, Janet's put that up on the Facebook page. Perhaps she has. If she has, you'll find a link there. Uh, let's see. There is a very luxurious resort called uh, – I've never heard it said. It's spelled N-I-Z-U-K. Uh, Nizuk, Nizuk Resort, perhaps? Um, anyway, uh, it's in Mexico. You fly into Cancun. It's a luxury beachfront property in Cancun. Very, very fancy. And they're offering free nights through mid-November. You'll receive a fourth free night on stays through April 30th and a free third night on stays May 1st through November 15th. Not bad. So with this promo, a three-night stay starts at $800 plus 29% down. Let's say 30%. So that's another 240 bucks. So that's a little over $1,000 for three nights. But this is uber luxury, I can tell you. That $800 rate is normally $1,200, so you are saving $400 there. A four-night stay is $1,500, normally $2,000. Again, remember, there's $29, let us call it 30% in taxes. So what is that? Another four. It's, it's about $2,000, but it's better than $2,600. It's a 29-acre resort. It sits on the site of a former base of for Mayan astronomers. Could you ask for more? N-I-Z-U-C.com. N-I-Z-U-C.com for details if you would like a luxurious Cancun vacation. And Canard the Cruise Line is celebrating its 175th anniversary with free stateroom upgrades and shipboard credits. So, for example, a seven-night cruise uh, of Greece and Turkey departs from Istanbul on July 25th. It starts at $1,300 per person, double, for a balcony cabin. That's a savings of $547. You'll also get an onboard credit of $100 per stateroom. Taxes are another $100. Book by February 28th. So February 28th, you'll get about a week to book. Turkish Airlines is offering sail fares from Washington Dulles to destinations all around Europe. An example, fare to Athens, $6.99, including taxes for travel departing April 1 to May 31st. Not bad. Up to May 31st. April 1 to May 31st, 700 bucks on uh, Turkish Airlines. But you got to book by February 28th, another week. Another week. Um, and this is, you know, Italy used to be the very most expensive place for Americans to fly to because there was so little competition. Air Italia fly. There may be one U.S., uh, uh, flew one airline flew there, but ever since uh, Etihad started flying there, excuse me, Emirates Airlines started flying there. They've got a daily flight out of New York. Uh, coach prices to Milan have plummeted. Don't fly into Rome. Fly into Milan if you want to get a deal. Um, Alitalia 
is selling tickets for as little as 658 round trip this winter. Emirates is matching that. Lufthansa is charging 639 on uh, its uh, Star Alliance code share partners, United Newark to Milan nonstop. Not many restrictions. Got to book 14 days in advance and travel midweek. But you got to, again, travel, uh, purchase those tickets within the next week. So a lot of these deals are expiring in about seven days. If you happen to be going to New York, well, it's New York Restaurant Week. It's actually two weeks. Uh, it's, it runs through March 6th, March 6th. And if you use your American Express card bill to pay at a New York at a participating restaurant and your bill's over twenty five bucks, Amex will take five bucks off it. Not bad. It's worth five bucks. I don't mind saving you five bucks on a weekend. So that's about it for deals of the week. This has been. I've learned a lot today. First of all, I learned that minor league teams and independent league teams are are covered by this newsletter and both can feed into the major leagues. Didn't know about that. I didn't know that. Uh, Getting an award ticket to fly on uh, Delta from Germany to the United States could cost more than actually paying cash. Plus, you'd have to forfeit $100,000. I learned that from uh, Renee of DeltaPoints.com. Now, this is what – did I say point, dollars? I meant points. Sorry. Um, what else did I learn? This was a very, very learning uh, show, I've got to tell you. I hope you did, too. Remember, if you miss this show – um, I mean, if you missed parts of the show, you can listen to it by about Sunday afternoon at RudyMaxa.com. Just click on podcast. It's broken up into hour one and hour two. To subscribe to my news- newsletter, just text Rudy Max's World, all one word, Rudy Max's World, to 22828. It's free. I publish it irregularly. It's very personally written. This is a person, this isn't somehow how to pack a suitcase. No, it, it's sort of my observations on travel and fairly personal newsletter as travel per- newsletters go and it's got a great reception i mentioned the uh, 22828 in the first hour and we got a flood of subscriptions welcome join the club thank you jeff Ryder, my engineer thank you janet das if you don't down my executive producer and thank you for listening see you next week you've been listening to rudy max's world america's number one travel radio show on the ssi radio network